0: The Moved Entrepreneur Evolved podcast. Get on it. Well, welcome to episode number one of Entrepreneur Evolved, where we know that as entrepreneurs, transitions are one of the hardest things to push ourselves through. And what Moved is about is about the mind, body, and the revenue side as things start to change, how do we create that foundation? My name is Jason Starbuck and this is the very first podcast for Moved. And I'm pretty excited to share with you guys some stories um, on how this came about, uh, why am I doing this, uh, and why I believe that you should be involved as well. So maybe we can start a relationship. I um, did a thing for a long time, I called it Starbuck on the Move. And basically, I used to always say, uh, you know, I'll be your road dog. So as we start this, um, I know that a podcast is much different than Instagram or Facebook, where we have these one-on-one relationships in many cases. You know, you're just looking at it. And in this case, in a, um, in a podcast environment, uh, the mentality is a little bit of a larger audience that's going to come in and come out. And I'm pretty excited about having a platform to be able to share some of my past experiences And be able to share with you some of the failures that it took me to get to where I am today On top of that, I'm going to be bringing on guests that are entrepreneurs Could be new, may have been in business for over 40, 50 years And what we're interested in talking about is finding out what is what we call the minimal viable solution To create stability when everything is either chaotic or You just don't have all the correct resources. And so when we bring people on the Moved Entrepreneur Evolved podcast, we really want to talk about what their stories are about. Because if you just are starting on your entrepreneurial journey, or you've been doing this for a very long time, you know that there's phases to this game. And in this game, you have to prepare yourself. Or if you don't, you just end up running all over the place. And I'm guilty of every single one of these that I'm gonna be talking about as we go through this podcast. I am 100% guilty. Uh, That's probably why I can relate. So um, I thought I'd start off with how did this come about? And I thought I'd share with you a little bit about um, maybe the moved concept of what it's about, what's the brand all about, and what are we trying to bring to the market? And uh, if you're familiar with marketing at all, Uh, You know that you want to bring something that has a little bit of uniqueness to yourself. And maybe I can share a little bit about that as well. So I'll start off with um, this journey on the internet for myself. Um, Because Moved has three different components, and that is the mind, the body, and revenue. Um, This really started on the revenue side for me, and it started in the digital side. And I found that um, the first time that I went into digital, or what I mean by that is selling something or doing transactions online, um, I found my health was just disintegrating. And it was falling apart. I was sitting in front of a computer for 17 hours a day. um, And even though I loved being active and I enjoyed uh, the idea of Um, Staying in shape all throughout the year Um, And I loved the gym and I personally have a martial arts background and I enjoy, you know The UFC and I enjoy the fighting art and I enjoy sports and I enjoy people that do sports Um, When I got to do uh, a lot of the digital stuff and the transitions many years ago What I found was that I was sitting at the computer the entire time And when I was doing that I was not healthy. My mind wasn't healthy. Um, I didn't look healthy. And because of the ups and downs of when we look at, um, you know, uh, entrepreneurs, our emotions tend to attract or um, let's say pull us into areas that are either in a place of being an extremist. Um, And when you're not when you're an extremist and you go out there and you get a bunch of things done quickly, you also sometimes don't have the patience to be consistent when it comes to going to the gym. And so when I put all of this together, I started to see patterns in entrepreneurs that also included myself. And in those patterns, um, I I started to have a desire to want to solve those. And so I started to, at the time, um, I started to realize that um, as I saw different entrepreneurs The way that they took care of themselves was not always the way that they took care of their business. And what I mean by that is that when you go and um, you're involved in transactions, you're involved in other people's lives, you're involved in financial responsibilities, um, you really take a lot of that and try and prepare yourself to be able to help others. And entrepreneurs do this all the time. And you tend to forget about yourself. And I had been doing that a lot. And in 2000, let uh, say almost 10 years now, in 2010, we had a huge transition. We had um, the real estate economy was falling apart. Uh, the internet was not holding the strength. Uh, blogs were getting strong, but transactions were being questionable. We didn't have all the amazing things that we do today. Um, when it comes to, for example, um, when it comes to, let's say, uh, having a credit card on your computer and the ability to say yes, I like that project, that product, and be able to just purchase it with having your com- your credit card on the computer was not something that it started out with, and so we had so many different uh, struggles during those years that I owned seven e-commerce stores and they just started collapsing. And during that time, um, I realized that I just, I was in terrible shape, Um, I was extremely stressed, and I didn't have a daily action plan that didn't say, Jason, go to the gym every single day, because I found that going to the gym every single day just took too long, and you know, self-care starts getting thrown out the window. So fast forward, um, I decided at that time that I had a couple options. Um, As the economy was shifting, um, I had to make a decision if I was going to continue doing what I was doing at the time or I was going to go and educate myself. And um, if any of you guys, this is something that's becoming more and more out there. uh, But the number one thing that people will tell you to do is to invest in yourself. And what does that mean? Um, I had to learn what that meant. Because some things in my life became natural and other parts were just falling apart. And if you're anything like me, this might sound common to you as well. And as I've gone through a lot of um, learning from entrepreneurs, I found that a lot of us are a lot alike. We sometimes are just on a different, uh, let's say a different wave. Um, But we all jump into that ocean. So fast forward, um, I had an opportunity to either take a position where I may have had to move to uh, New York and I would have had to put on a suit and tie in the business that I was in before. I was in the motorcycle business, I was in the sunglass business and I found that as I was in each one of those industries, I started to realize that there was just so many people that were just like me and I started to find that I probably wasn't alone in those old sayings. And so as I evolved as an entrepreneur, I tried new things, I started to explore. I started to realize that there were so many people in the transitions of entrepreneurship that just didn't have a plan. And so I wanted to come up with something that could solve that. And so I created a program called the Buck 30, and that's how it started. And I was like, what's the minimal thing that I can do uh, to stay in shape? And so what I found was to stay in shape, I needed to make sure that I took care of my legs. I needed to make sure that I did something for my back. I needed to make sure that I did something for my triceps. I needed to make sure I did something for my calves. And I needed to make sure uh, that it was something easy for me to do. Now, I don't know what part of your life uh, tends to be a little bit less uh, let's say, successful on our bodies, (laughs) we all have our thing uh, that we want to improve. And mine was, um, I wanted to have stronger legs. And for me, when I would get stressed out, um, my legs would be the first thing to go. And so I needed to find something that would give me that strength. Well, through that journey, I found out that there was also a lot of people that was like, listen, I, I, I go to the gym and I go for a good amount of time and then I quit. And then I, uh, you know, I'll take care of myself and then it'll all fall off. And I started to look at the way that we take care of ourselves and what were we taught from the very beginning. And that is PE, eighth grade, seventh grade, sixth grade, physical education. And it consisted of simple things like pushups, sit-ups, calf raises, Um, maybe squats, um, lunges. These were simple. Why? Because they were fundamental to your body. And what I believe, even though I know that there's a place for extraordinary workouts and I've done some, some very treacherous workouts, I've learned that that's not sustainable at the same time trying to maybe run a family, run a business, run your finances, have fun, and be able to keep that high level of working out. Now, there is a place for that. However, um, what I found was that if we can increase our baseline, and what I mean by that was, if I, at that time, could just increase my baseline by maybe 20%, then at any time that I want to go out and do something, then I would have a base that would let me do it. So, maybe you've heard this story before. Maybe this has been you. You are uh, uh, get asked to go snowboarding. you get asked to go for a run. You get asked to go play flag football. You get asked to go help somebody lift a fridge. Now I hate now, I don't hate it. Look, I've had a truck for a long time, so I, maybe I end up being the guy that just gets to help people. <laughs> but it's not always fun to move fridges. But maybe you've been in that scenario when you've been asked to go move that fridge or go play that sport go do that activity and you just pull a muscle and you're like how the heck can i pull a muscle i'm not that old or you know i I, i'm active a little bit why do i pull muscles all the time or why am i so tired and the reason is because you're sitting at ground zero you're literally sitting at ground zero and you tell yourself that I want to go and go to 70% because your mind remembers the time that you look back and you were the best that you were and your mind's going, let's turn this thing on, but your motor skills are not. And so how do we find a a place to find stability and then just build off that? And that's where I transitioned from what I call the buck 30 to the moved 30. And the moved 30, um, started off with 50 push-ups, 60 uh, calf raises, and 30 squats. And I found that those pieces of the puzzle were the core of our body. When you're doing push-ups, you're doing core workout. When you're doing squats, you're increasing testosterone. You're releasing energy. You're telling your body that it needs more muscle. But when I looked at the entire Package and saying, okay, I'm gonna go give this to entrepreneurs. It's simple. It's easy. It changed my life I realized that there was another component to it and It brought me back to living in Thailand and spending time with a great gentleman named Toby and he was a monk and He gave me a lot of great information about meditation now I grew up um, with a religious background And when you tend to go out and learn new things, uh, meditation for a very long time, they weren't able to, let's say, separate religion to meditation or taking meditation say it's only Buddhism, or maybe it's for this art or this. It really was just, on a Western side, it was really not, to, to some, it was known very well. Mainstream, it really wasn't accepted. And so what I found was, as I studied through meditation, is that meditation was a tool. It wasn't really connected to religion, even though I found it really did. Because what's the one thing that every religion has? A time of stopping and a time of prayer and a time to be able to be still. And as entrepreneurs, I'm very aware I'm sure that you are as well, that being still is almost impossible unless you literally shut everything off. And that's where you're always hoping like, hey, where's that Mai Tai sitting on the beach? Because now you know you're relaxing. But if I had something that would allow me to do that on a daily basis, then I could calm my mind and I would be able to rejuvenate my mind consistently. So I had to add a meditation component to it and it's only seven minutes. Now, I don't care you know, what, your, how, what your level is or how that goes, um, but I did create a meditation for entrepreneurs. Maybe I'll share it with you uh, later on. Um, but um, in that scenario, um, you know, this is a good time for only seven minutes to just stop, calm your brain, and then move on. And the studies uh, in the brain are extraordinary. Okay, so I knock that off and I create a program that says push-ups, sit-ups, I got the whole thing set up. Now, I've got this meditation thing. Now, I'm taking care of my mind, right? Well, living in Thailand, I did a lot of training, a lot of physical training when I was there and one thing that I found was that when you do a lot of physical training, your desire for water is, it's, it's, you really want it. However, When you find yourself at a higher level of working out, you really need to sustain a water level. You don't need to throw water back. So what I found was that in that scenario, um, I needed to look and see how much water do we really need for the activities that we're doing? Because if you've ever felt bloated, which I've felt bloated before, it's never fun. It's never anything that you really want to do. It doesn't feel good. And so as I started to look at one gallon a day, three liters a day, two liters a day, one liter a day, I found that one gallon a day, unless you have major exercise, you're going to be running around with more water weight than you need. Two liters of water was what I found was perfect for the daily input for an entrepreneur to not only bring in water, but to sustain that water level for your brain so that it can function correctly. So here we've got a program that I had to solve this for myself. And now I've got taking care of my body, simple, easy, seven minutes out of my day, no problem. The last one is like, okay, now I can take care of my mind. Oh, now I've got liquid. I mean, we're full of water, ready to go. So I let out the program, I share it, and I got some incredible feedback. Somebody said, this is for entrepreneurs. And I said, you're right. I said, what's the component that keeps a business going no matter what? And it's outreach. And so consistent outreach is the way to create consistent business. And so if you look at this map as an entrepreneur, I needed to find something that was super simple so that I self couldn't deny it. I couldn't say, no, I I can't do this. I couldn't say, no, um, I don't have time. I, I really couldn't deny it. And I can do it for a long period of time. And so over the years, I've molded the Move 30 into a program designed for entrepreneurs to give them the greatest output on a daily basis. And so that you can, whenever you need or whenever you want, you then can go and do those extra things that you maybe have wanted to do. And when you go do those extra things, you're not, you are not—you don't have your ass whooped. I went and snowboarded for four days straight. And I don't know if you guys snowboard or not, but that's an ass whooping on your legs. Went snowboarding for four days was perfectly fine. But I don't go to the gym every day. I went and what else do I do that takes me? Oh, I went to Hawaii just for New Year's. And they got this thing, it's called the Highway to Heaven, and it's this rail that goes all the way up to the very top, Kona Mountain, Kona Hike, right there in Honolulu. And you look up and it's 1,086 steps. I still have responsibilities back at home as an entrepreneur to take care of my business and my staff and my employees. But what I found looking at that 1,086 steps, looked like it was going to be a son of a beep to get up. But I knew that I had the the dense strength to get up there. So as you put all these together, this program came about. And as I looked at the whole moved vision, as that started coming together, I said, there's an entire mind body and digital revenue side that entrepreneurs, especially in these days need to have solved. And so with that came about the move 30. And if you would like to move 30, get in contact uh, with myself um, and let's go ahead and get you the calendar and you can try it. But I definitely um, wanted to share with you guys why this came about and what I see out there in the marketplace. And I'll share with you, one of the things that I learned is that we all have these struggles and I found through fitness and through business, is that we're all wanting to have the same goal. We all want to see success. We all want to look better. We all want to have more people look at us and say, you're amazing, and get those nice accolades. Everybody has that. However, we all are fighting different battles. And once we can realize that, we need to really break things down and say, what is the foundation? That is ultimately going to give me that ability to stand on and solve the other problems that I need to deal with. So that I'm not dealing with these stupid ones, like not being in shape, not being strong and not feeling confident, you know? And I don't know if you've ever been in a scenario where you've worked out or maybe you have done meditation and there's something about it. It's like this little magic pill that just says, look, I, I feel good. You go into a business meeting, you turn on your zoom and you just feel good. You know, you've got, you've got the right weight in your face. You've got, you know, you just feel right. You know, you just, your clothes fit good. Who doesn't want that? Why is it a problem? Why is it really not your fault, in my opinion, in a way? Uh, we've been marketed for a long time. I, I shared uh, this with a group of people And, uh, I believe that our marketing is in, in the fitness business is finally transitioning. Um, but the marketing for the fitness business was, um, really built around Arnold Schwarzenegger. (laughs) If you look back, the gyms have been prepared in the same way, the gold's gym, you know, Venice beach gym and people that went to the gym, the desired outcome was to look like this massive of a person and create that physique. However, the problem with that is that I probably could get there, but I might need some really good supplements. My body would need to really change. And I think what has happened for entrepreneurs and people alike, or even salespeople, is we look at that desired outcome, because we are go-getters, we're hunters, we are, we are people that do not stop wanting more and we looked at the gym and we went son of a I can't even do all of that I can't go do that all the time I just don't have the time so I don't do anything and what I found was that the hyper growth of this became even worse when the pandemic hit and when you look at the marketing that we've been doing for a very long time it's to look like the guy on Bowflex there's a little tag for you but the reality is we are all different. And so my goal through moved is to help you find a minimum viable solution that you're willing to do on a daily basis, no matter what, no excuses. If it's only one push-up and you do that every single day, great. That's your baseline. If you can do 50 a day and I'll share with you this, the way that I laid this program out was that the, the the 50 push-ups in one day, I can care less if you actually do them in one setting. I found that the body is going to ask you to do today what you tried to get it to do yesterday. And compounded every single day that you do that, what ends up happening is that your body will start to look for that consistency and that density. I thought I'd share with you guys before I move into um, the digital side of what Moved is about and maybe some of the type of guests that I look forward to uh, bringing on here is I thought I'd share with you guys a little bit about density muscle and why I believe it's what um, us entrepreneurs should be searching for. Does this situation sound familiar to you? You shake a gentleman's hand or a woman's hand um, who has done a specific skill set for a very long time. Maybe for a woman they sewed um, or maybe they were in construction like men. And maybe uh, for men they were, um, you know, maybe you were moving railroad ties every single day. Um, and maybe uh, as um, they always say that there's this interesting strength uh, of a woman that um, there's that in, that amazing strength when they carry the baby every single day, right? They generate this amazing muscles. Like if I handed uh, uh, someone that has a child and, and they say, "Okay, carry this, you know, you know this uh, 15 pound <laughs> weight everywhere with you." You probably would tell me this is getting old, but for some reason, when you have a child, it's like, I can carry this thing all around Disneyland. I just developed this muscle. Well, it didn't happen out of nowhere. Um, You know, the child grew slowly and your body started to adapt to the muscle that it needed to carry that child. So where I found this was uh, my father was a construction worker he was a framer uh, when he was younger and i remember being a young a young guy and i remember shaking my dad's hand and um, i remember just going this thing is cast iron it was literally just a brick at all times and it was always kind of the joke that you know it was He was very strong His, his grip was very strong so it was always kind of this joke however um years later i had moved to thailand and i was studying the art of muay thai And I was kicking a bag, and they have this thing called the clinch in uh, the uh, art of Muay Thai, which is a fighting art. And the clinch is a way to be able to hold your component, to uh, create control, and to be able to move that opponent and to defend against that opponent by holding him in a very dense way. And I was with a trainer who was probably I literally 125 pounds much smaller than me and I'm getting thrown around and I can't move this person. And it all clicked right there. I went, "You know what? That's what density muscles about. It's that daily every single day and if you've ever Grab someone that's in jujitsu if you've heard of that or a wrestler or somebody that's in rugby or somebody that's a gymnast or somebody anything that needs those muscles every day there's this incredible density to them there's this incredible ability just when you grab them you're like holy smokes this guy's a brick if you know who that person is you can do that too and that Is the ultimate goal because I believe that that is the greatest function that you're looking for. You're looking for the daily strength as an entrepreneur that when you go out and you have to do something, you don't hurt yourself. You're looking for that strength that when you need to move on and your stress is at the highest level, you need those muscles to carry you through. And so as I found that my father and these jujitsu guys and these Thai guys, the density muscle, I said, that is what needs to be adapted to the moved, um, the moved philosophy and the moved concept. And so as that evolves, um, I do have other programs that will be coming out, but I do encourage you to try It's a 30 day program, which eventually I live by this now. And to me, um, I, you know, I'm not the strongest guy on the planet. But I'd say that um, I very, I'm very dense and I'm proud of it because I work for it every single day. And you can too because at the end of the day, if you look at what I ask you to do, um, I've come to the conclusion that you just don't want to do shit if you, if you really just don't do it, to be honest with you. Um, but I got all the love for you because you, you just don't have that desire and that's fine with me and I totally get it. But if that is what your desire is, you need to start taking small actions and everything that I say genuinely is out of love because I earn every piece of muscle that I have on my body. I have a thinner frame. So every piece of muscle I gain every single day. And so that's why I probably feel comfortable um, encouraging you to do it too, because I have to earn it every effing day. (laughs) So Let's move to what is the digital side of Moved and this entrepreneur evolve and and what kind of people are we bringing on? There's so many transitions in this world um, today. And I'm gonna go ahead and open this up in in where um, my company, uh, On The Move Marketing, had transitioned at the time and where I saw um, the need for fundamentals in the ability to uh, run a digital campaigns and be able to transition your business digitally and so we've covered the mind we've covered the body and now I thought I would cover um, the digital side for you Um, this story um, is 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 it's a difficult one to share uh, but I want to open the door up immediately and why it is heavy on my heart that um, digital is something that you need to start learning Um, The power of uh, what you can do digitally is the greatest opportunity in today's age. And I'm going to uh, share, uh, let's call this part of it, the old school to the digital new school, uh, the transitions of uh, the daily worker that uh, is afraid of what's going to happen moving forward. So this story I thought I would share with you. Um, immediately on this first podcast because I think it's part of the foundation of what um, is my passion to share uh, my experiences and um, maybe some of the, the things that I have mastered and give opportunities for others to learn some of the hard knocks. and And I was thinking about what What is wisdom, right? You got people that are saying they're gurus, but um, I, I really think that it's wisdom that we're searching for when it comes to the transition of digital. However, the irony is that the wisdom is coming from a youthful soul. And what I mean by that is that the world in uh, business transitioned so fast that everything that a lot of people knew and understand, it got wiped away. And what do you do? How do you find your place in this world anymore? How do you prove your value? How do you um, transition uh, with grace and, and find ways to be able to um, implement yourself into this world? And so I thought I'd share with you a story. Um, it's, it, and again, um, you know, these things aren't easy to talk about. So you probably are hearing me even be uh, difficult to go through and share them. But um, I'm going to go ahead and share them. These, scenarios. Um, I'm going to clump them into one. Um, But there is four of these situations that had happened in the past, let's say eight to 10 years in my life. And they were all very close to the same. And here is what the storyline looked like. Um, They had been following me through some social media platforms. And I had known these people uh, for a decent amount of time, many, many years. And out of nowhere, um, I would say that, um, let me kind of uh, regress a little bit. Doing things on the internet for a long time, it was quite taboo. People didn't know what you were doing. How did you make your living? You explained what you did. And it was like, you might as well have been selling snow cones on Mars. And it's like, how is that even possible? I don't get it. And what I started to see from this transition and transaction was that there was a lot of people in, um, in positions that were starting to fall off as these years have gone around. And they were trying to find different ways to make money. And so I'd gotten messages from these people and questions that they would say were, Hey, Jason, um, uh, so I heard you you do stuff on the Internet. I said, Yes. Um, at the time, I had e-commerce business and I still have e-commerce uh, retail stuff. And then we also have an agency uh, that is a do-it-for-you and do-it-with-you agency that helps you bring staff together with sales systems, um, which is our digital growth method. And I had all these things that were running and I get a message and it says, you know, I, I want to learn how to make you know, money online now. I didn't have what I have today. I didn't have all this stuff set up. I was just observing what it was that was going on at the time. And as it was going down, I would get the same question, Jason, what is it you do for a living? Or how are you able to travel um, all to these different countries? How are you able to make the, the money? You know, you're not working at the same manufacturing plant that I am. You're not managing the water facility. You're not renting, you know, managing the the rental facility, the storage unit, whatever it may be that the job position was, the small business, the skate shop, whatever it was, um, it was different. And they recognized that there was opportunity there, but they didn't know how to get there. And what I saw as the months had gone on is that the messages were a little bit more detailed and then they fell off. And about months, months later, I started, I saw things, two scenarios were different, but with heavy heart, they were friends of mine. These patterns took them to take their life. And I don't want to say that the transition of digital is something that is going to take your life and you're going to want uh, to do things that um, I pray to God, you never, uh, that you find an outlet. But in reality, what was happening with these people is that they didn't feel they had a place in the society that we have today. I'm going to say that just one more time. They didn't feel like they had a place in the society in this day anymore. And it really stuck with me. And they took their life. And I'm not going to say it was the all the reasons. There's a lot of reasons why these things happen. But what I saw that was happening in their life from somebody that was an observer from the outside, was a friend of them. I saw they didn't understand or see a place for them in this society. And that got me motivated. And that is where. I wanted to help solve and help entrepreneurs create a foundation for their life so that they don't feel that they're lost in these transitions. If you're somebody that's watching this podcast right now or maybe you're listening to it and you're somebody that maybe um, is a bit younger, maybe in your 20s and you're learning these new skill sets of learning how to make money online and also be able to sell using the internet, Zoom and all these things, is very, very real to you. It's very easy for you. You're gonna adapt, you're gonna move forward, you're gonna do great. You're still gonna have to fight, but you're gonna do great, you're gonna learn. However, when things transition at a certain age, and you might be in your 30s, or in your 40s, or in your 50s, or even in your 60s, and you still have the desire to be a part of the society, and you're asking yourself, I don't know what to do you're just lost and so what i did is i developed what i call the digital growth method for businesses so that i could help them through that program and with that transition utilizing a certain philosophy you start to understand what the internet is really all about and so i had to be able to add something and moved That was going to serve the problem that I saw. And to this day, it bothers me. Um, I cared about these people very much. And on top of that, I care about people that are struggling as entrepreneurs as well. Because I think that we really get, um, uh, I don't want to say, I think that if an entrepreneur is honest with you, um, they're very much like the failing athlete. And, um, the ability to get up and keep going and to be able to stand back up when you fell down is something that I understand in athletics. And I wanted to transition that into entrepreneurship. And the only way that I could really give a great example. And that is, I want you to be a part of what I look at as Nike is to athletes moved is to entrepreneurs. You need to be equipped with the correct information and you need to be equipped with the right workout and you need to be equipped with the right water intake, mental processes, and you need to get the right information. And when I share that, I like to say that as a coach and an encourager, and maybe I'll even talk a little little bit about my philosophy about uh, motivation, but I share that with you because I believe that there's a place here that we don't have to be extremist, that we can find the fundamentals and create density within yourself. And so that is the roundabout, and there's many other stories that I look forward to sharing with you guys. However, that's the entire 30,000 foot view of what MOVED is all about. And if you are in any of those situations and scenarios, we gotta figure out a way to solve that because you're not gonna be happy with yourself motivation, bullshit or real, motivation, bullshit or real, you know, ever since I was a young kid, um, I've never really, I don't share this too often, so it's exciting to share it here right on a podcast, but I was always told I should be in a motivational speaker. And Jay said, you should be a motivational speaker. I said, you know, this is kind of, I don't know. What the heck? You, what am I going to do? I'm going to go up there and I'm going to get you super excited. And then I'm, I look like the guy up there that's, you know, the guy just getting you excited. Just didn't do anything for me. And maybe there's something about the way that I talk. Maybe it's because, um, maybe it's the, my tone, whatever that is. Um, I grew up in a church. Uh, My father would speak at the church all the time, and so maybe I was around a lot of speaking. Maybe that comes through, and there's some things that kind of rubbed off on me. But at the end of the day, here's what I found about motivation and why I never wanted to be a motivational speaker, and I had to find a way to have my own struggles that maybe I could relate with people, and then the reality is I'm not a motivational speaker. I'm just putting my hand down saying, I got up the hill. Now, hey, let me just share with you how I did it. I think I'll share a little bit of these two situations and these two scenarios and maybe we'll add three. Um, You're about to go speak in front of a thousand people and you stand on stage. You've been preparing to present and you step up on stage. And your heart starts beating and it's running super fast and it's going and it's going, it's going, it's going, it's going. That was the bell ring (laughs) in the market. (laughs) So all of you guys out there that are traders, uh, the market just ended here in California. But when you've got your heart's beating continually, there's something happening to your body. Your body's doing something. Next scenario is fighting, boxing, kickboxing, Muay Thai, MMA, wrestling, there's a thing that they call the adrenaline dump. And what an adrenaline dump is, is you go into a fight and for a short period of time, that adrenaline dump is the entire set of energy to get you through fight or flight. Some people learn how to manage it. Some people can't, but that is exactly what's going on. And these two scenarios are adrenaline that is running directly through your veins, running directly through your body as in an energy course or an energy field to try and protect you from anything of harm, pain, or destruction to yourself. Okay, how long does an adrenaline dump last? Probably, a little bit longer for some people, but it could be 30 seconds. It could be a minute and a half. It could be two minutes. But what it is, is it's an artificial energy boost that is pressing you for a short period of time that eventually falls off like sugar. And in my life, I recognized motivation was really just an energy booster like rocket fuel that only ran for so long and then the real shit happens. And what's the real shit? Well, if it's fighting, you got to fight. If it's a business meeting or if it is a presentation, you can't give up. You've got to get that presentation out. People are waiting for you to hear from you. So why do I not like motivational speaking? And why I think that you should look at motivational speaking as just a booster in your life that gets you from maybe one point to the other. But at the end of the day, at the end of motivation comes grind, dirt, ugly, grit, pain. Everything that you could ever imagine is right past that wall. And that's where I think the word determination comes in. And when you look at motivation to determination, motivation comes with this high energy that falls off. Determination is a decision that you're going to go through every piece of the process to get to the next place. And that is the only thing that I've ever really lived by. Wise people will tell you that a hardworking person will never be out of a job. However, you need to have the strength to do that. And in today's age, there's so many resources for us to give ourselves a better life and a more balanced life as an entrepreneur. So I'm excited about sharing guests that have gone through things. I'm excited to bring on guests that don't bullshit and tell us exactly how it is that not only did you get the jet or maybe you got the new car, but don't tell me it was because you pulled the lotto, uh, the correct lotto ticket, or don't tell all the entrepreneurs it was because you only did this one thing because I think it's not been a true answer to all of these entrepreneurs that are starting, including myself, including anybody that wants to become an entrepreneur, a business owner. And what is that about anyways? It's about freedom. It's about freedom. For the last years, I've had the ability to um, utilize the internet as a resource to generate money, to fund uh, traveling around the world, and meeting some incredible people. And my true goal is to bring people on here that want to share with you guys the stories, the hacks, the things that they learned through like I said yesterday, you, or a minute ago yesterday, a second ago, that you can throw around the word guru all you want. But I'd rather hear some wisdom. And what I mean by that is I fell on my face because I took, I took a right turn, but I got back up and I took the left turn and that was the way to go. And when we share that and we tell that story, then we have so many people that don't take the right road. Maybe the left road. I should have went the other way because then you would have had, like corrected it. <laughs> but I do, I do believe that there's a lot of you out there that would also like to share that. So if you have heard this podcast and um, enjoyed what I talk about here and you're somebody that would like to be a guest on here, I would like to invite you right here, right now, Uh, to uh, come on to this podcast, Move Entrepreneur Evolved, and share your evolution of being an entrepreneur and share some of the struggles that you've gone through. On top of that comes victory. Uh, Myself, a little fun information. I enjoy the action sports of a lot of, uh, of the activities that are out there. Um, I think football is fun to watch. I think basketball is exciting to watch. Like all of those are, are, are fun sports to watch. But as I, uh, as I found, I couldn't do all of those, uh, you know, uh, sports all the time. So I found that I was migrated towards things that I can do individually, which would maybe be, uh, the art of fighting martial arts or maybe tennis surfing, um, Uh, let's see what else is great paintballing is awesome Um, wakeboarding um, anything that will allow me to do something individually that I can make myself better Um, playing guitar any of these things that will make you better um, individually those are the things that I tend to migrate uh, migrate to more because you can create repetition to get better you know, if you wanted to go play t- or golf, if you want to play golf, go hit a thousand balls. You're going to get better with a little bit of wisdom. Go play tennis and have that ball machine hit a thousand balls to you. You're going to get better if somebody gives you a little bit of information about it. Go learn how to fight. Get a coach. Don't go just punch in the bag and show you a couple things. Then go punch 10,000 times and learn how to punch very well. If you look at this pattern... What I think we need and what I like to bring people on is sharing what do we need to do as entrepreneurs? What are those repetitions that we need to do as entrepreneurs to give you the success that you want? And what is that success anyways? You know, one of my goals um, that I had manifested when I was in Thailand was that I wanted to come back to the United States when I was living there for a long time. And I wanted to live in San Diego. And I wanted to live next to Del Mar, which is a beautiful, place. And I wanted to be around the beach and the water. And I wanted to be around the beautiful sun, um, even though it doesn't always come out. <laughs> Anybody, if you guys have ever lived by the beach, you will know what I'm talking about. But at the end of the day, I wanted to be in an area that I could feel good weather. And I manifested that. You know, I grew up more inland, which is colder and hotter, all in the same year in the desert and um i wanted to find the beach i want to be able to surf skateboard do all those things Um, and without being finding a way to stabilize uh uh, my my body structure and be strong enough to go do all those things i had to find those routines and that's where it moved uh starting to come in and um manifesting where you want to be at is such a powerful tool and um, it was really a tool. It was, it was something that I did. I manifested it in meditation and continued to do it for a long period of time until it became real and I believe that can happen for you as well because I see so many people do it. So with that, um, uh, this podcast is going to bring on guests that I'm super excited about Um, and share with you guys the things that you're looking for and looking to learn I'm looking to have laughter I'm looking to to, uh, have tears I'm looking to um, have people tell us victory stories I'm looking for people to come on here and tell other people's stories Um, and above and beyond I hope that I can share some things that I've learned along the roads um, of this journey of my own and maybe I'll get to meet you soon and that's something that I'm excited about So with that, I'll go ahead and close this out with moved is to just like Nike is to athletes. Moved is to entrepreneurs where we're looking to strengthen your mind, your body, and your digital ability to transition into this new age and to strengthen and create a foundation. And I look forward to meeting each one of you guys. Jason Starbuck here. We have just wrapped up the very first episode of moved entrepreneur evolved and thank you very much for coming i look forward to talking to you see ya if you like this episode make sure you smash the like button and subscribe to the youtube channel just like nike is to athletes moved is to entrepreneurs